Hey guys, welcome back to Boys and Ghouls Film Review. I'm your host, Sarah Stevenson. This is my co-host, Mike Stevenson. Hi guys. And tonight we are reviewing um, that pop culture um, movie called Tank Girl that was released in 1995. Yes, guys. This was really sort of my sort of stuff because I went back to the... Uh, I was a musician in the, in the punk era and this is about the same period had this sort of punk culture came out and i think really it's uh, that's the part that gets me in yeah this movie. i first seen this movie back when um mike here he owned a movie theater for a short period for of a short period of time yeah. and this is the first one of many movies we we watched when we were down there exactly hmm. it, i won't mention where it is i mean this is um that's it, ancient history. It's anyway. ancient history now. Anyway, I'll just go through the written blah, 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 blah stuff. Okay, it was written by Teddy uh, Serafian, I believe it's the right pronunciation, based on the British post-apocalyptic comic series of the same name written by Alan Martin and Jamie uh, Hewlett, uh, originally published in a Deadline magazine. Anyway, directed by Rachel uh, Tallalay. Yeah, and produced by Richard B. Lewis, Penn Desham, and John Watson. Now, I will bring to this part straight away now because I'm a, I'm I'm surprised. What's that? The budget was twenty five million at only box office at six mil. Hmm. Now I'm sorry. Um, hmm. It might not be to everyone's taste yeah. this sort of movie, even back in those days, back in nineteen ninety five. I don't think it was a bad movie. Yeah, maybe it just wasn't advertised properly. I really don't know. Yeah. Um. When you were um, were owned a uh, movie theater, how did you find out about it? Uh, I knew about it. Oh. <laughs> I just meant. No, I knew about the movie existed. So yeah, it was just we got it in, and yeah, uh, it was fine, and everyone liked it. Uh, it's not like it's not like Rocky Horror Picture Show. That's all. Not everyone likes it, but mm. it gets cult following. Uh, and I think this sort of comes in that thing like, it's a cultish type movie. Hmm. hmm. So, you know. Yes. Anyway, do you want me to do the cast now? Um, why not? Okay, I shall do the cast. Okay, cast. Now, the main leading lady is Laurie Petty. She plays Tank Girl. <whistles> now, if this was a straight movie with no comedy, I don't think it would have worked. But this was a very tongue-in-cheek sci-fi yeah. comedy, and I can't, I can't think of yeah. anybody I else reading, to do the job better. I was than reading Laurie. when she was auditioning for this role. When she looked at the script, she says that this is definitely her role. Like she was made well, for this role. Actually, I read somewhere too that she was chosen. Someone else was chosen before her, but it was too straight, and she, they sacked her. I won't mention any names. And they took Laurie Paddy, Paddy on because she was already a bit wacko. Not being rude, Laurie. A uh, good wacko. A good yeah. wacko. And a bit crazy enough to live the part. You know? mm. and, and you brought it to life. It was a fun movie. Mm, anyway, right. Naomi Watts, one of her, I think it was her first major role mm. as, as Jet Girl. Ice-T mm. played one of the um, medical rippers, as, which is like... Hmm. Um, part kangaroo, part... Human. Yeah, a DNA Whatever. experiment done Considering by the government. Considering this is it's based in Australia or Wait taken a minute, forget, forget to Australia, the, forget you'll get the, the idea. Yes, yeah, but it's based in Australia. But I'm just trying to get 
Yeah, yeah, he was uh, the leader of the Rippers, or one of the leaders of the Rippers, which are a kangaroo mutant sort of race, made by the government to be super soldiers and then discarded. Uh, Malcolm McDowell, the nasty guy. And I must admit, Malcolm McDowell makes a good, nasty guy. And now he plays a guy called uh, Keasley, who's in charge of the uh, water uh, company there. What was it? W and Water and power. Yeah, water and power. Because after a particular time, we had some meteors hit the earth during this movie and dried up all the water and stuff and everything. So everything's gone. And water is sort of like the... um, Mm, Liquid gold almost. Liquid gold Mm. in this movie. And this hunt, yeah. So yeah, uh, without the water, there's no food. So yeah, and this guy wants to be in charge of all of it. Now actually, Sarah said it was made in Australia. Well, it's based in Australia, but it was made in America. I just meant that yeah. that considering the comp, this story, it ta- it takes place in the yeah, outback. I know that, but it's actually said in the storyline, it's actually supposed to be in Australia, even though it did the Mexico. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever. Clearly. Yeah, well, that sort of stuff. So mm-hmm. anyway, do you want to take over do you want to, and start telling the story there? Yeah, just another thing about this movie is that let me see that um when when they were doing the um actual location shooting for it i found out some interesting things where they did many scenes were filmed in an abandoned open pit mine yeah. where filming had to be be hal- hold, halted hold, hold. once one day during two uh, as uh, chemical leak okay, okay, chemical leak somewhere permission yeah. was received to film the water pipe scenes at the um Missile Museum. And then they turned around and said, no, they had to find somewhere somewhere else to do it? No, it says near the mine, but the day before shoot, permission was withdrawn. Those scenes were filmed instead in a tunnel at the abandoned mine. New new sets were often found by simple searching the mine. Yeah, so it was really handy. Meaning they had to do a lot of their, a lot of groundwork when it came to looking for new spots to shoot. Well, yeah, but they already had, had sets made up to so yeah, you just use what was there a lot of the yeah. time. So it was and great. And another thing is mm. that um, Steven Spielberg was asked to produce this the film, but declined because he was not he he just he described that he was not hip enough to do this sort of thing. And this hey, led to we think you're hip enough, Steve. And this yeah. led on to a, stu- a stupid slogan that the film is called "Too t- Too Hip for Steven Spielberg." I don't think that's the appropriate term because he didn't turn it down. Maybe he's he, he didn't. He, I don't think he. I, I don't think he could see the image in his head to make a good movie yeah, out of it. That's the yeah. thing about mm. directors; mm. they're artists. They know yeah, exactly what they right. want to see in their yeah. head. You if can't they, if you can't see it in your head or in feel yeah. it inside you. I I've got a passion. It ain't going to come out any good. And, yeah. he, and he knew he probably couldn't do yeah. a good job on this movie because it wasn't his style yeah, of movie. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's not. I just think the term that very term is not really a nice thing yeah, to say. Yeah, that's, that's not very. It's like nice. saying that this movie's beneath dear old Stephen. Or he's beneath it, or something or other. Yeah, something. I know it's uh, yeah, it's, it's like wrong. It's, just, it's, it's bad press. That's all. It's anyway, irrespective. Irrespective. Roll on, rolling on. So the story takes place in the outback of Australia. Well, not the outback because the area is like. Uh, Mad Max, if you will. A bit like that. If you can, if you get um, a, a three-dimensional picture out of this movie, this is what it's like. Yeah, it, so yeah, it's totally been trashed. Yeah, yeah how's that by anyway, meteors? Yeah, Move and on. the world is um, there's 
well, it's divided, where water and power has complete control over the water supply. Everything. And everyone else who doesn't have water may have to result in scavenging stealing. or stealing water. Yeah, that's and where stuff Laurie like that. Petty and her little guys come in. They're living outside as fringe dwellers mm. and they're tapping into the water supply. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so um, Rebecca, or Tank Girl, because Rebecca is her normal name. Well, that's true. Rebecca something or other. Yes, so her name's Rebecca. <laughs> Rebecca something, yeah. yeah. I can't remember. It's Tank Girl. Yes. <laughs> so she is um, lives with a bunch of Gover kids and and, and young adults, and she has a friend named Sam, who's a bit of an uh, sculptor. A young girl, probably about 12, 12 13. Yeah, 12, I, when, 12. I, when I first saw yeah. this mm. movie back yeah. in the 1995, I used to thought that Sam was her sister. That's what I used to thought, think, but at the time, but then now I've, we watched it again and again. And again. <laughs> I worked out that they're not related, maybe. They're just very good friends. So they're, they're living in a bit, of, a bit of a commune type thing because everyone... Was living close. Well, living in one place, they're looking after each other. So, yeah, which is what, what one would do in that sort of situation, wouldn't yeah, you? Yeah, I just mm. thought maybe that... Because they were so close. And anyway, moving on. So, Water and Power finds out about them stealing water and they want, they want it. They want the water, so they want to yeah. close them down. Yeah, mm. so they come and tack... They kill all the members of the commune, including her, um, Rebecca's boyfriend, and, who, and ab- abduct, abducted Sam, of course. And Rebecca. And Rebecca, of course. Yeah. I don't know what happened to anyone else. Maybe they got, I think they got killed. Um, killed or, or yeah. taken. Uh, who knows? Well, anyway. they, they thought Laurie Petty, uh, uh, Tank Girl, Rebecca, whatever, was an interesting and tough and everything, and the, and the boss wanted to meet her. Yeah, anyway. And, and Sam was a cute little girl. Mm-hmm. No, I don't know. And they had, had plans for her, maybe. Yeah, nasty ones. Mm. I'm not going to say it just yet. Well, yeah. Anyway. Actually, I will mention later on, but uh, there's, some, there's, there's a cameo in there. Mm. <laughs> so, anyway, back to the story. So, the boss meets her, and he wants her to become a member of Water yeah. and Power. He wants a breaker. Yeah, mm. but she turns him down, and so, and he ends up forcing her to work in a mine. Yeah. There, that's what we were discussing earlier yeah. about the mines that yeah. were mentioned in this I movie. Tell you what, one thing about girl power, she didn't take any crap, pardon the language, from this guy. Mm. And, yeah, no matter what happened... She was like, I, I'm in control. No one's going to tell me what to do. Yada, yeah. yada, yada. And she took on everybody and she comes up winning, which is great. Yeah. They try to break her a couple of times here and there. Try to lock her in a, um, in solitary confinement in a cooler in a real fridge. A real fridge. Mm-hmm. Real cooler. Mm. Well, not real fridge. Just for the movie. No. Yeah. Well, it's cold. Look cold to me. Uh-huh. And, and a water tube. Yes. And what else? Um, and... Well, oh, that's, that's all I can think of at the moment. And a bit rough. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, anyway, um, she befriends <laughs> an uh, um, ex-pilot and engineer what? named Jet. Yeah, which is Naomi Watts. And according to the comic, her name is Jet Girl. What a good name. Eh, mm. what so anyway, um, soon enough the bad guys come up with a... Have another problem. They have these Ripper creatures that are trying to take water and at the same time cause a little trouble and mischief here and there. Yeah. And they're like uh, mutant 
kangaroos, I said. And there are cross between a human being and a kangaroo. And when you feast, except for one of them, yes. Booger. And when you first see them, they at first they look like something out of Alien, you know, because the way yeah, a predator and stuff, yeah, yeah because look, that, but they had the armor on. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly how I feel when I look at this. When you take all the armor off, they're wearing ordinary clothes, but they got weird heads and weird hands and weird feet. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, they offer um, Tank Girl or Rebecca the chance of going into their lair and hopefully sn- sn- staking out the um, Ripper's possible, um, you know, habitat. Yeah. But so. it doesn't go to according to plan, and we have a lot of Rippers tearing at all the um, soldiers apart. Yeah, very much so. And mm-hmm. only Jet and. Rebecca are left alive. And guess what? They meet the Rippers. Uh, no, but, they don't. Not yet, you oh, dummy. That's, oh, later. <laughs> that's oh, later, later, oh, dummy. Oh, oh, mis- <laughs> so, anyway. Um, so, they, they decide not to go back to... Well, they can't really decide because uh, technically Rebecca was never um, part of water and power. So, there's no point in going back. No. Yes. So, Rebecca takes a tank, therefore, and... Starts learning to ride it. Or drive it. <laughs> or yeah. drive it. And there is a few, throughout the some bits of this movie, you see a few comic book e- e- animations in this yeah, movie. Yeah, they do a couple of, uh, yeah, what, 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 is it steampunk? Yeah, steampunk. What sort of stuff is it? Is steampunk that? comic stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah it's just, really good. Yeah. It's, 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 I think it's probably taken out of the original comic books, but maybe not the original drawings. Mm, most yeah. likely. Anyway, um, it's all the stuff that you c- they couldn't probably possibly make, probably you well, know, they create. Want, they want the ki- the comic book feel to it. Possibly. Yeah, or maybe just mm. um, try to do those scenes, but without having to worry about not worrying about the special effects behind it. Possibly. My theory, anyway. Mm. And also more fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Eventually, they come to um, a weird. Um, person's place and this woman is weird and they find um a statue that was carved by sam there and they kind of um suit up their their tanks and and jets plane yeah she stole a plane yeah and they try to and they make Mm. it they paint it they they decorated it up and they made it theirs yes Mm. and got to admit i do like tank girls um tank in this that was a real tank Really? Yeah, the real tank, and they cool. modified it for the movie. Yeah, mm. Mm. I got the details for later on, but yeah, that yeah. is cool. Mm. So anyway, she—it's a really good um, de- um, makeover scene for this one. It's really—it's a bit of a mixture of 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 the comic books in that in that ah, in yeah. that scene. They certainly did it well. Yes, <laughs> and a few um, clever, mm. clever shots, you know, around the around the tank itself. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Come on. Roll on. Okay, so anyway, they figured out where Sam is. Sort of a liquid silver type um, yeah, it's um, like a, brothel. Like a, it's, yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a brothel entertainment place. Guys would go there and hang out. Yeah. Uh, and there are lots of pretty girls there, you know. Mm. Yeah, so yeah. they're there to um, enjoy women and stuff like that. Yes. Yes, anyway, um, it's run by this horrible woman named, who's... Well, her title is named Madam, right? isn't that right? Yes, Madam, whatever name it is. And she then gets um, one of her cl- her servants. Her one of the women says that there's this guy who wants to have a schoolgirl fantasy. For a real schoolgirl. Ugh. 
And he, uh, and she decides to get Sam in this. Now, sort of the next scene, you, you see Sam dressed up as a schoolgirl, hang, and this guy, this lecturer's guy, trying to... Mm, uh, you know what? Do whatever. Yeah. And that was Iggy Pop. Told you about the cameo appearance. Iggy Pop's in it. For about thirty seconds. Yeah, and, and he, he was. Saw hand yeah. yeah, he gets um, um, a silver sphere, and it, to unknown to him, it's actually um a weapon. Yeah, so if if you make you do a whistle or do something, or just clap your hands, or clap your hands. These these blades come out and it impaled straight through his hand, and ah! he wasn't a happy chappy. Oh. No. <laughs> anyway, meanwhile, um, Rebecca and. And yet they get dressed up, you know. There's even an interesting dressing I've seen where Tang Girl is dressing up in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I should mention um, she had 18 costumes in this movie, so I just thought you should know. He's like your sister as goes out. Yes, and soon enough she puts on an outfit and she's about to probably scrape off the makeup of the madam because she was. Yeah, she threatened oh. to take off them, take a makeup off. This is taking an awful long time, maybe. <laughs> but anyway, she made her sing a song. Yeah, and you won't guess what this song is. Well, it's called "Let's Do It" by, by Cole, Cole Porter. Porter. You never imagine Cole Porter being in this. Well, would you? anything's possible. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, she does it because she's annoyed that Sam was being taken advantage of. Yeah. The funny part is that uh, she starts singing, and then it gets got everybody in the place starts singing. And then you got the birds soldiers at the front it, or wherever. And, and one of the guys says, What's that? And the other guy says, it. Oh, it's not the Cole Porter, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, okay. Like, and, mm, yeah, mm. I certainly yeah. liked um, t- uh, Rebecca's take on this song. It was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, a big, a big, a big like, Bus- Busby Berkeley sort of musical type thing from the way back when. You know, really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah loved I, it. But eventually <laughs> the soldiers arrive and they take. Sam back with them on their jet jets and stuff. Yeah. And I should mention the bad guy, the main bad guy, he got injured when the Rippers attacked oh, yeah. earlier. Yeah. And somehow that he went in under surgery under the knife. And it's very unusual how he's in this He's scene. got a mechanical left arm with weapons on it. Yeah. He's got a hologram ahead and who knows what else. Yeah. yeah. I hate to mm. think... So, anyway, um, Rebecca and Jet have only one place to go to next to find the Rippers and maybe, hopefully, they might be able to help them. Well, yeah, because they they think, well, uh, I think Rebecca said something like... uh, They're an army. They're an army. We need an army. We need an army. Let's have a talk to them. Yes. What a wonderful idea. So, they go and try to find the place. They find it in... Well, the um, crazy lady they met earlier said... A specific location, right? Yeah, next to, next to these two boulders or something Rocks or other. or something. And they went there and said, I can't find a thing. And they, they soon straight down through the sand. Yeah. yeah. Soon enough, they yeah. do get um, attacked, but they don't get hurt or anything. But they do get, um, well, drugged here and there. It was a bit funny. And the the rippers are really taken by the um, ladies, except for one ripper who's well, actually... female rippers, you see. Yeah, they're actually really friendly. They're Cl- nice guys. Including one, what's his name, I think, that takes a liking to uh, Rebecca. A booger, he used to be a dog. Yeah. They upgraded the human status. <laughs> he's kind of adorable he, in, a he's go- sweet. in a goofy kind he's of way. He's funny. Or he's goofy or uh, snoopy kind of way. 
Yeah, well, it's, it's Snoopy, yeah, whatever. Yeah, not yeah. Snoop Dog Dog. I mean, Snoopy, like, as in Eat your peanuts, yeah, Scooby-Doo Snoopy. Wait, what? What do you mean Scooby-Doo? You mean peanuts? Yeah, Charlie Brown's dog Snoopy? No, not that one. Uh, I mean, not Snoopy. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I meant um, Scooby-Doo. Um, Scooby-Doo. Um, yeah, weird. Sorry, I kind of got my uh, cro- my pop culture mixed up there. Sorry, yeah. guys. Anyway. Uh, you want a Scooby snack now? Shut up. Okay. So, anyway, um, he's taken by her, and they decide to um, combine their resources, but they first put Jet and Rebecca in a little bit of a test. They need to find out what kind of weapons are at a certain, you know, construction site and find yeah, that... All the trucks have been bought in there. Yeah. So they go out there and try to prove their loyalty to the Rippers. And yeah. Exact, which, and blah, yeah. blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're given transmitters and the Rippers have these big ears so they can be able to hear probably a many miles of way what they're doing. Exactly. And the, I mean, you can hear... A, a flea fart from 100 miles away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'll just so you guys know, um, Ice-T is playing one of the Rippers, like, I think. And he plays a good role. Yeah, mm. he's really cute. <laughs> for yeah. a Ripper. <laughs> for a Ripper. Actually, did you just say something about that someone interviewed him once and said, why the hell did you do a movie like that? And he, yeah. he said something like, I got paid a lot of money for it. How much are you getting paid? <laughs> yeah, someone. Yeah, which yeah. Is, hey, why not? It's yeah. all about the money, well, folks. Well, this is what he says. Uh, Ice-T rec- recalls one interview on a hip-hop show where the host made fun of him for doing Tank Girl. He replied, I was paid so-and-so amount for that movie. And the host moved on. <laughs> yeah. Being, uh, I think he's got to shut it's up. A, it can be about the money, uh, not about be. the art. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, well, anyway, it's not all... I mean, I don't think that Tank Girl is all that bad when I look at it. No, anyway, carry on. So, anyway, <laughs> um, so they they prove themselves and they soon grow to, and they grow to respect each one another. There is also a scene they d- that MGM, who didn't want to have in this movie, that mm. they didn't want um, Rebecca having sex with um, one of the kangaroo guys. They thought that was too much. Well, he's not really a kangaroo, though, is he? No, no. They just <laughs> thought it was just um, going over that... Um, Bestiality sort of stuff, you know. Yeah, they Solomon did. Gomorrah, you know. Yeah, right, right. The, after okay. all, this is, may not be a family movie, but it's not. It's sort of a c- cross between an action uh, sci-fi movie and... And a bit of comedy thrown And a bit of comedy. And, and, comedy. and yeah. no doubt you don't necessarily need that bit in the middle. Well, there wasn't. That's the whole point. They didn't actually have it. And I think... Really, their relationship was allowed to grow through the movie because once we found the Rippers were actually human beings who had been mutated, mm. they're actually human, not animals. Mm, so true. that way, you see that, that, that their friendship bond going into relationship mode mm. was accessible by the other movie. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. anyway, yeah. as they were trying to get open up the crates to find out if any particular weapons they found... They find out that they're empty. The boxes are empty. Yeah, it's a setup. And yeah. that inside one of them was actually the dead remains of their creator, who Johnny made Prophet. Yeah. What a great name, Prophet. Hmm. Eh, well, it makes sense. He kind of um, believed in a lot of interesting things, yeah. and he taught them a lot of things. Oh, and another thing about this is that they, when they were trying to create them, the Rippers, you know, 
Johnny Prophet was forced to kill them, but he liked them too much. Was told to kill them, so he kept them and looked yeah. after them, yeah, and hid them away from the military. Yeah, yeah mm. see, Warden Power were looking for uh, the ultimate killing machine. And these guys weren't bad. Mm. Mm. Well, not, they're not killers, they're just... But they were soldiers. They yeah. could actually fight quite well. Yeah, they did. Mm. Mm. Exactly. Yeah, see, they didn't really fight with guns or anything like that. No, they didn't use weapons. They used to use their bare hands. Or their bare feet. And their bare feet. <laughs> or their tail. Or not kangaroo feet. Anyway. Um, anyway, mm, they then decide yeah. to try to invade water and power by um, painting the um, jet's plane back to the traditional colours. Yeah, military colours. Yeah, yeah, and sneak in there. In, and hope to get an, another sort of, um, um, what do they call it, a, co- a code? A code, yes. You know, like in Star Wars, you know, they cruise around trying to get a code to get onto the Death Star, yeah. you know, that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, sort of that thing. So, anyway, they're told they could do this, but half when they go, do try to put this in practice mode, it doesn't go according to plan, did it? Yeah, no, 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 not, not But not really, it doesn't no. stop the bad guys from not seeing through their plan, but they were able to enter. But it was part of the bad guys' plan to get them where they want them. Yeah, because we found out later on the movie that Rebecca had been bugged. Yeah. It so turned- no matter wherever she went, they knew that where she was, they knew what she was doing, what she was saying, and yeah. she was there. See, they had... Um, yeah. um, uh, one of those tranquilizer, well, not tranquilizer, I mean those bugging darts, and they kind of shot it in her leg, and that kind of sprouted, a, I guess, that bug st- well, was still activated. Yeah, yeah, instead of just monitoring her, monitoring her whereabouts, I go deep, yes, it must have had some other things as well. Mm. Mm-hmm. So anyway, they got that, so they eventually go to this place, they they, sh- they shut off all the lights because they realize because the rippers they they want to attack at night time or the darkness because it's more effective that way. Yeah. And of course, one of the rippers gets killed. Kind of sad when you think yeah, about one it. Or two, a couple, mm. yeah, whatever. A few, yeah. but I just meant the, the one main who, ones. who tried yeah. to turn Ice off tea. all the lights. Ice, Ice tea got snuffed. It. Yeah. Uh, I'm going like great big gig in the sky. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> he was very interesting. He, he, that he liked his jazz and stuff. Yeah. Oh yes. Uh, at least there's something in common with him. Mm. Anyway, so Rebecca goes in search for Sam, who's in the special pipe that's being flooded with water, I should mention. Yeah, glug, 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 glug. Yeah, meaning any moment now she'll probably be drowning in the water. Yes, it was, well, hey, first bath she's had for a long time. Yeah, true. So anyway, um, but then she faces off the bad guy who, um, as it turns out, has made a few alternate changes to his life. Yeah. Including um, making his head into a hologram, as we said. Yeah, so he was uh, he's more than the man he used to be. Yeah, but it doesn't... Tough adversary. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't stop Rebecca from fighting him and beating him. And she won. You know how she did it? Don't want to tell you. Huh? Don't tell him. Oh, you got to tell him. Yeah. Well, it's... Ha- Throughout this movie, um, they had this weird device that sucks the um, water out of you. Water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, it's all like a, um, well, a collapsible plastic cup with some in, uh, needles on the end of it, and you shove it into somebody, mm. and you'll draw all the w- usable water-type moisture yeah. out of the body. Didn't you mm. tell me once before, a while back, that that in our blood there we do have water oh. in the, in our well, blood when when we die? No, I didn't say. I'm talking about I mean, plasma. That was plasma and stuff. No, plasma. what I'm what I'm saying, what I said to you before is, 
we have got so much moisture in us, blood, body fluids of different descriptions, and other chemicals floating around fluids. We do have a lot of fluids in it, but what, what it, that machine does is just take out the water molecules okay. and leaves the other stuff. Yeah, I was okay. trying to figure yes. that out. Yeah. So, okay. and by, but by the look of it, it looked like he was, the, um, w- the blood is transforming into water. I, but as you said, Mike, you seem to know what you're talking about there. Oh, I was very good at biology at school. So anyway, that's how you got made. Yeah. So anyway, um, Rebecca takes a special device and and thrusts it into his chest, and that sucks out all the blood and all the moisture inside his body, and drains him and kills him. Supposedly, he wasn't very well up there, was he? Mm -hmm. No, dead. Yes. He short circuited too, didn't he? Yes, it kind of cut off his arm hologram. Yeah, with the water. Was it water? Is it a space of water as well? Yeah. Short circuit then a little bit. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. I, well, it's not going to last. <laughs> well, yeah. We, you had to go to Radio Shack and get some more batteries, you know. <laughs> so, anyway, Rebecca soon finds Sam and gets her out of the pipe. And before we get. Before long, some soldiers appear and we think it's going to be the end for Rebecca, but it's actually. Um, one of the rippers, her boyfriend, what's his Booger. name? Booger. Um, said he took the bullets out of their guns. <laughs> and He's really dozy, but he's clever. Yeah, and she gives him a smooching kiss. Yeah. Who says you can't use that sort of thing for this movie? There was no sex. No. Anyway, we move... There was almost sex in the bay. Yes. Silver, liquid, silver yeah. place. Then we, our, we, tr- we move to fade in onto a cartoon scene where the water they were released from the, t- from the tanks... And starts, you know, making a river, and they they start surfing on it. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah just, just just cartoon crap. Yeah, yeah, yeah cartoon yeah. stuff. Yeah. And I guess that's um the end. The end. Everyone happy ever after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now. Yeah, but mm. I know for a fact they must have released all the water in there in order to no, flood the earth. No, I don't think they did. <laughs> Well, maybe not. It would have gone straight back to the ground. It would everyone die of thirst. I mean, the idea of water and power is a good idea, but it was it was too na- It was controlled by a nasty man. Has it? Agreed. There was not. There's no mm. rain according to the. To well, we yeah, had no rain world. for what? How many years was it? Yeah, Can so many it? years. Yeah. yeah, a bit like Mad Max sort of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Must have said before. It's mm. a. It's a. It's sort of taken from. Well, not taken from Mag. Post-apocalyptic type movie. How's that? Yeah, mm. considering that this, it's taken from. Um, the idea of Mad Max world, but not well. It's still part of the uh, Tank Girl series. Yeah. And not to, uh, just so you guys know, I know that we've I've probably mentioned it once or twice to you guys in the past that this is um, a superhero movie movie of sorts. And I I've, suppose it is in a way, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Because it's Girl from power superhero. Yeah, and I know I'm not big. I'm not not. A lot of people probably know this fact that I'm not a big fan of superhero movies because there's too many out there. Yeah, too many. She doesn't like the Marvel movies because there've been too many of them. Yeah, it's just a, it's not that not that bad. There's just too many. It's just that I mean, I'm happy, satisfied with a number of ones, but then when you start doing more and more of the same over and over, well, it um, loses um, the whole objectivity of the actual story. Ooh, that's a big word. <laughs> anyway, now, okay, I'm going to go through a couple of little note type things here. Uh, when I'm trying to get this idea floated, uh, the um, 
the idea was uh, bounced around different production companies and studios. Nobody wanted to touch it. And some, somewhere on the line, Disney said uh, made an offer, and they actually turned Disney down, thinking it wouldn't actually, with the amount of violence and sexual reference in it, ah. Disney would not have made it in the end anyway. Yeah, so. just the other day yeah. I found out that... But MDM took it up. Yeah. Mm. Just a while back I found out that Disney made a, a horror movie. Yes, folks, they made a horror film. That was The Watcher in the Woods, was it? Yeah, Watcher in the Woods, if you yeah, haven't and it, heard. And it, it didn't get any good press, and I know why. Well, I haven't seen it yet, but everyone's expecting Disney to make a nice, wholesome family movie, and along comes a horror, comes a horror movie mm. that mum and dad aren't going to take the kids to see. Who wouldn't want to? And the people are now, oh, it's made by Disney who like horror movies, saying it must be that good because Disney made because they do family movies. Mm. So, yeah, it gets down to what I said before. If you don't market things properly, no one's going to go see it. Mm, true. And I haven't seen it yet. And actually, it must have been good enough because I've made a remake of it recently. Mm. Ah. Uh-huh. Ah. So, yeah. Anyway, irrespective. Or maybe they just wanted to make it better. Well, that's po- that's a possibility. Can be, Remakes can do that. Yeah. But irrespective, the, the point is, is um, Disney had to go. And Disney's always been good at making movies. It's just they changed the genre too much and people just didn't go to the pictures. Yeah. They didn't go to the theatre to have a look and check it out. Mm. And um, it had yeah. a, um, a disappointing um, in the box office ma- amount. I know, yeah, what's well, funny. But I think what the biggest problem was, mm. they, the, the, they, they changed the ending to make it a little bit soft so it wasn't yeah. really bad. Mm-hmm. It had s- several alternate endings. They, they, they chose a more placid one which takes away from the climax. Mm. So, what do you do? I don't I say, know. Even the big guys make mistakes. True. Mm. I mean, I think it's probably... The, it probably is not... It's probably not the director's fault, but he's probably... the screen, Either the screenwriter or the director, whoever worked in Disney, probably thought, um, I'm stuck in a, doing a rut, so I have to do the endings Disney's way. Oh, yeah, but Disney didn't do this movie. I know. Okay, I just say talking in general. I know. Okay, I'm just meant that Disney, Disney with no, them, no. they often try to make it the ending more resolving, and fluffy. resolving, yeah. um, a warm good and ending. fluffy ending for a family movie. Mm. Yeah, I mean they did do some good movies like The Black Hole and different things. I mean they did make some good thingies, sci-fi's. What they did, they did Tron for crying out loud. Hey, it's a it's you a know. it's a family movie. I know, but they didn't have any really nasty stuff happening. It just <laughs> Action and sci-fi. Yes. So yeah, but uh, Disney make really fun movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, as I was now moving well, I back. Buena Vista, hey. Yeah. Another thing about um, our leading lady. What's her name again? Who played um, Tank Girl? Laurie Petty. Yeah, Laurie also starred in um, another movie that we re- we watched last night. What was uh, it? Route Six Six Six. And it was th- ma- released in year two thousand and one. We'll be we'll, we'll be covering that one in the in, next in, review. In another review, but see, same sort of personality. So I'm just wondering what if Laurie Petty is something something like Tank mm. Girl, but Tank Girl's just a little bit over, more over the top because um, I'm just in am- this other movie, mm. she's got the similar personality. Yeah, I'm mm, just yeah. amazed the directors or the um, casting director or whoever is doing the auditioning didn't pick that up. What do you mean? Well, if that's um, both char- both her characters in that movie and in Tank Girl, they see her as a sassy, very smart act, uh, kind of person. Why didn't the directors pick that up in when they were auditioning her? And 
Instead because of an open audition anyone can come along and try out. Hmm. That is why. And she was just an also ran who went who went to the thingy wingy. Yeah. I mean, just remember, guys, I did mention to you guys that she wasn't their first choice. They were second choice. No, there was a... What's the name? Something Lloyd. Yeah, okay, yeah. They had a lady, an English actress called Emily Lloyd, lined up for the role. And for one reason or other, they changed her over for Laurie Petty. And, I, and one of the reasons I've got written down here, I found out that they thought um, uh, the lady who's actually the uh, producer, direct, not director, director, mm-hmm. tell, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, the director liked her because she is crazy in her own life, and the film needed someone like that. Ta-da. How's that? Was she that crazy? Well, she must have met her. Mm. Yeah, well, anyway, yes, yeah, so there's something about Laurie's bubbly, outward-going personality made her suitable for the role that she wanted to give in this movie. Mm. Mm. Yeah, same yeah. as like um, when I was auditioning for my Attack of Cat People, where if you guys have, haven't have seen the trailer yet, um, I advise just check it out, all the same. Um yeah. Where I was you. looking for my leading lady, I I was looking for something nice and eye candy and very and very and a good actress and a good actress. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when I met my leading lady, I thought straight away, magic. straight away, magic. Yeah, she's a beautiful lady. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, just keep getting back onto the actors in this show, mm-hmm. um, Malcolm McDowell. Um, they selected him uh, for the role because he's he's very good in that sort of stuff. He's good at sinister. He, he can pull he's it very off. Very good, and he and he, he enjoyed working on the movie, and he praised uh, the director and Laurie Petty because nice. for their um, mm. uh, for their input into the movie. Yeah, I read yeah. somewhere that um that the girl who played Jet she was not really too Naomi Watts. Yeah, she yeah. wasn't too thrilled doing this role. Didn't it, it job's a job, yeah. and and she had fun. Mm. Possibly. Maybe. <laughs> anyway, this, this movie was filmed in 16 weeks. Mm-hmm. That's not too bad. Wow. In three locations. Uh, the desert scenes were in Mexico, uh, New Mexico. Mm. Uh, Liquid Silver Club, where the, uh, the, the up-class brothel was, was in the abandoned shopping mall in Phoenix. Wow. And the remaining scenes were filmed within 40 miles of Tucson, Arizona. Mm. There you go. How about that? Agreed. So they, they kept it simple. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the interesting thing mm. about this movie. It's um, um, they have it. Well, they have they ca- they captured it, and I don't understand why so many people have given it a bad review. Mm. I mean, uh, well, did you find out um if um Rotten Tomato? What did they find? I'll get on there in a minute. We're talking about the other stuff in a moment. Yeah. Uh, actually, getting on to the Ripper costumes, they initially the initial designs they had ideas of having full animal heads. But someone came along with the idea that we wanted to make them more human-like because they're supposed to be half human, half animal. So they've actually made the um, the faces almost human, the animal characteristics, yeah. oh, and, and, and motorised ears and stuff, obviously. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so they, they wanted to make them almost like human beings. And they, I think the... Um, the makeup guys, prosthetics and everything worked really good. Mm. Um, yeah, I yeah. think they really got onto it. Uh, 
um, with the old, the concept wise. Mm. I said, yes, we got that. You have to be humanish. Mm. Uh, yeah. borderline human sort yeah. of yeah, fringe dwellers. Yeah. yeah, unlike um, um, this other movie, you know, uh, you guys probably heard of this movie um, when they did um, the Hedgehog um, say, like, um, Sonic, yeah. and I've heard so many people complain about when when the first trailer came out, the um, you guys noticed at once how too that how much human. Sonic Hedgehog was in in that in the trailer, and you thought, "Oh my gosh, he just he didn't even look anything like him." Yeah, here's something for you. I just found it in the in the effects part here. Look, the um, they contacted different special effects people and makeup guys and blah 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 blah, and they got this guy called Stan Winston, and they Mm. got uh, he he was involved the Terminator, uh, Aliens, Jurassic Park. And they approached him, but they thought, well, he, it's t- he probably won't want to do this because it's too small for him. Mm. And in the end, he wanted to do it, and he actually cut his fees in half mm. to help them out. Okay. Now, isn't that, see, there can be some nice people in the industry. Mm, that's mm. a good thought. Mm. It's a nice thought that he, he's um, willing to put, set yeah. that. Well, you like the challenge as well, and the, the creativity side. So he said, well, we'll cut the budget down, yeah, mm. our cost down a little bit. And he made the... Uh, the uh, the rippers, what we saw in a movie. Yeah, perfect. well, they for those of you guys who haven't seen the comics, they're actually um, when you look they're at more the, animal. Yeah, they're more no, animal. they're not more animal. They look exactly like the the ones we just seen in the actual well, movie. Do we? Yes, they sure. are. You know, um, look like he, part human, part kangaroo. Well, well I'll take your word for it. I thought I saw some pictures there that had animal heads, but anyway, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. Uh, anyway, I don't think I'm talking more about uh, special effects or anything. Yeah. Anyway, well, yeah. be- before I go on, uh, I go back to um, the Sonic the Hedgehog I mentioned. While when they were look- doing that movie, re- you know, re- doing the animation, people complained about it, and this got the um, the the um, the um, animation crew Had to go, and fix it up, to go back and yeah. fix it up. I mean, uh, unlike this movie, uh, that mo- that movie, they wanted something close enough to be, you know, believable yeah. and part of the um, see Sonic the Hedgehog's look. With this, it's um, creating, it's sort of sticking to what it may, what the Rippers may look like in the comics. Yep. <laughs> anyway, now, anyway. a bit of post-production information there. Yeah. There was a naked Ripper suit. Oh boy. <laughs> That's where I, I mentioned earlier where they said about yeah. in the past. The Booger was supposed to be wearing it. I that, told you about that. And uh, they, they cut that scene from the movie for obvious reasons. I mentioned that already. I know. I'm just going for a few things here. Um, they said something about MGM refuses to do yeah, a shot of them naked, you know, doing yeah, it. Yeah, like a bit animal lust. Yeah, it just wouldn't work. Um, there's another bit here. Um, they had. They were going to show a picture of um, well, some uh, film footage of Tank Girl's bedroom. Oh boy. They had um, a lot of uh, sexual paraphernalia hanging up on the walls and everything. I won't describe what this. I might get taken off the air. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> so they had different things. They had to sort of t- judiciously just take out because it was not going to add to the movie, and it might have actually closed the movie down. Um, quite funny but you think about it <laughs> but you gotta admit mike that i did i mentioned that earlier that that if they d- 
did do that sex scene, it would it would not really add to the no. movie. I mean, it's pretty clear that Bugger, the um, kangaroo, had feelings for Rebecca. And Rebecca was starting to get feelings for him. But it wasn't... It wasn't... It wasn't... It wasn't necessary for the storyline, hmm. and that's what bugs me so much. I mean, there's gratuitous sex scenes thrown yeah. in, or something rather. I mean, for no reason. I do yeah, remember yeah. in one scene where they're just um, lying on the floor, staring up at the ceiling with yeah. this mural painting, and I thought that was the most romantic that was and touching. Yeah, touching. Yeah. I mean, not touch, yeah. not touch, touching, no, no. but touching moment in the movie. Yeah, yeah, and it was really touching. It was really nice, and that's sort of yeah. And it's one where you lay down there in the grass, look at the clouds and daydream together. That sort of stuff. And that's what they're doing with it. Yeah, it's pr- yeah. it's nice. Yeah, something nice instead of trashy. Yeah, exactly. Which is great for change. Because it, it, I mean, like I said before, I hate gratuitous sex scenes thrown into a movie just for the sake of doing a sex scene. Mm. It doesn't add to the story. Mm. It, 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 why do you put it in? You know, mm, well. If it's supposed to be in there and it works, yes, yeah. by all means. Put it in. Yeah, it was pretty yeah, clear yeah. from the get go that they had, mm, they yeah. were a couple. You don't need yeah. to, to. And he was a tr- nice guy. You don't need to um, translate it to yeah. to the people in the audience too much. Yeah. Anyway, um, I often think Tank Girl and the um actress who portrayed her, Laurie. Yeah, yeah she reminds me a not in so much the same way, but she reminds me of a little bit of Elvira, very sassy. And knows how to... In control. And is in control of the male species. Well, well no one got in yeah, up close and personal with her. No. No, but you've got to admit that they do have some things in common when you think about this, these two movies, when, you've, when you look well, at these two actresses. Personality-wise, they're in control of their uh, destiny. Yeah. Hmm. And as I said before, guys, um, while I may not be in to a lot of comic books. Uh, I, there are probably a few I'm going to probably review later on, but as I said before, I, I won't review a lot of comic book movies, guys. I'm well, very particular when it comes yeah. to comic books. See, that's a lot of Marvel comics. I don't, I don't hate them, Mike. You're being... Um, you're, well, you're telling the wrong end of it. I just meant that it's been going. It's been going too long, and it, there's got to be an end point with Mar- with Marvel when it comes to it. I mean, I still don't like the idea that they made their own studio. Up. I want to see the Green Arch. I want to see the Martian Manhunter. Uh, I mean, uh, were they Marvel, Marvel, DC? Anyway, uh, I just mm. meant that there's going to be an end point, and you can't, this thing can't go on forever. I mean, Hammer did it for for long as, as long as they can, but. It's uh, there's there's had an ending point. Yeah. Now, critical reception. You all talk about Rotten Tomatoes and everything. It's just lucky that Hammer just happened to make more than just horror movies. They made other good movies too. Yes. And TV series, and whatever. Okay. Website Rotten Tomatoes. People vote through there, and uh, they got half half mix. Okay. Um, a lot of what people thought was good. Um. But didn't think it was that strong. Okay, uh, Metacritic, the same sort of thing, hmm. mixed at or average reviews. Um, but when you get down to the personal guys, the film critics, and BBC and Creative Loafing and other different places, yeah. um, they're rather cynical and nasty. They're almost like trolls saying, "Well, I, I gave it a one because I don't like this sort of movie sort of attitude." And I really, that's not a fair critique. No, it's a. It's practically saying, I know I mentioned this in the past, guys, but but a lot of reviewers just 
throw out any theories about the film. They just say, I hate it, there is the end to it. Or just, hey, I hate one scene and I won't yeah. even ask you I guys to watch it. Yeah. To, to review a movie, if you're going to be a professional reviewer, you should sit down there and do pros and cons, not cons, okay? You sit around, sit around there and say, I can bag the crap out of any movie I like because I'm getting paid for it. It's not a really good answer. No. I yeah, think yeah. that whenever I, I do mm. mention this in the past, that that I often think these reviewers just sit in the movie because they're not, they don't like this movie because they don't, they don't like this sort of movie and they just make a bad review about well, it and think that everyone will take it as gospel. Well, okay, here's one. The BBC gave the film... One out of five stars saying, sadly, the BBC does not pay out for one-word reviews. No, brother. If it did, this review would read simply tiresome. Obviously, the treat doesn't like that sort of movie. That was a pointless review. I know. Yeah. Go up, get a life, or get a new reviewer. Yeah. Mm. Well, it's not the greatest movie in the world, but certainly doesn't reserve, doesn't deserve the baggage that some of these uh, what do you call them? baggage uh, critic uh, critics um, say. I mean, I hate critics. Half are just so got, they're so wrapped up in their own agenda and say, so, I only like so and so type movies, so I'm going to bag this one. No, be fair. You know, pick it apart a little bit in a positive way and say, hey, good acting, uh, good filming, good storyline. I don't like that sort of movie. However, I can see where they're going with it. Mm. I gave it, hey, at least five out of ten, not mm. one out of ten or something. That's a lot of rubbish. Yeah, I yeah. mean, there's <laughs> some good things in this movie. There's adventure. There is some comedy, uh, comedy, sci-fi, and a lot of people would tell you that it displays certain things that that the, your modern, the modern culture had in, that, in yeah. its time. I mean, people could say people people could say the same thing about something like um, Indiana Jones. Hmm. If you didn't like that sort of movie, they'd give it one out of ten. Mm. Yeah? Now, I like Indiana Jones. I like what Spielberg does. He's really good. But the point is, mm. it depends on the critic is. Mm. And I don't like critics. I don't mind Rotten Tomatoes so much because they're people of actually voting, going on their site, giving their critiques. Uh, same mm. as Metacritic and stuff. But there's, these people write for the news, you know, news, newspapers and magazines and whatever. Yeah, they're a waste of space. Well, this this mm. this is not a bad movie. It's not yeah. the greatest movie world, but it's a damn fire movie. I guess yeah. that these days a lot of people. I often question reviewing, and I often question, um, do they do do any of them who write the reviews think that maybe writing something good is like just writing a puff piece? Well, if I write if I write something nice about it, no one's going to like my article. Yeah. If I'm really nasty and caustic and everything else, people are going to say, "Yeah, put the boot in." No. That's a troll, you know, and we don't like trolls. Yeah, I don't no. even, I mean, I I do question reviewers, like, um, do you, when you do it, a bad review, will this will this give the audiences to a chance to watch it, or will it, um, will it get, will be, will the audience refuse to watch it? I remember a movie that Alfred Hitchcock made many, 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 many years ago called Psycho. He's, but studio didn't want to touch it. Alfred Hitchcock supposedly had a bankroll himself. When he finished the movie, the studio said, we're going to only let the release to three theatres. Mm. 
Yeah. And we're still watching it today. Yeah, it's the same with Rob <laughs> Zombie's um, um, 1,000 Corpses, you know, movie, where mm. um, the studio didn't want to touch the movie, and so Zombie had to fund it himself. There you go, then. And look, I'm, I don't like Rob Zombie movies. However, he's having a go, isn't he? So... Um, well, yeah. it's just that it goes to show that mm. what you know in your culture is yeah, can pe- turn pe- into pe- something pe- wonderful. Do you know how that went down? On. What? The House of a Thousand Corpses. How was how that re- was received? Or mm, I'll have to have do a, a bit of a check yeah. and get back to you on but that one. See, a lot of people like horror and slasher movies and other things. I and, think it's just... sci-fi and action. But yeah. no one wants a drama every five minutes. Do they? Yeah. they want some... They want to get something, the, the blood going and stuff. Yeah. And I mean, I've mentioned yeah, it yeah. once or twice, that people want to see something that's new. Yeah, exactly right. Something different. Instead of, oh, here we go. Uh, I've got a, uh, a runaway child, or my wife's disappeared, or my husband's disappeared. You know, I've done it before. You know, Been I, there, yeah. I've done that, yeah, move on. Yeah, get another topic. Get another theme. Uh, and a different take is not the same thing. Oh, this one's different. Instead of being California, it's been set in San Francisco. Not a big difference. It's just another town, city, mm-hmm. whatever, you know. It's, <laughs> it's, it's just wrong. Yeah. yeah, so do you want to rate this movie now? Yeah. Okay. Nine and a half out of ten. Mm, I'm going to rate it um, ten out of ten. Oh, by the way, I forgot to say, great musical score for it, too. They I got agree. a lot of good music. You know, if you mm. like music, good backing. Yeah. I, I think you can buy the backing tracks, too. Mm. Mm. I do like the M music myself, yeah. too. I think it came out in Blu-ray too. You, you might be able to get copies of it. Mm. Mm. So yeah, it, it's been uh, still around, I believe, and you still get on Blu-ray. Mm. Well, you got to get on Blu-ray now, so yeah, mm. should get a good copy. Mm. Yes. Anyway, anyway, um, I guess that's about it for us. So I know we go off our tangents about bad reviewers, but we just. You mean we just get annoyed with the fact that they make a living out of bagging, yeah, being bagging nasty and being negative about everybody. Even though I keep reminding myself they're human. No, they're not. They're critics. I just mean that they're <laughs> human men. They and they have tastes. And when it's a movie that they don't really is not really their interest, yeah. they then bag it because they've been forced to watch it. Yeah, that's my theory. Yeah, and that's and that's wrong. I mean, they could. Uh, we, a long time ago, in, I'll just change the subject just for a minute, we had a music scene in Australia, <coughs> a reasonably, you know, not too bad, and then we, 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 they did something, they actually banned imported music. And then the local musicians started to do copies of the overseas music because it wasn't being played on the radio here. Now, back in those days, there was a guy called Molly Meldrum, who was a, a very big mover and shaker in the Australian uh, music industry. Now, it's told back in those days that if Molly Meldrum liked what you were doing, you had a career. If he didn't like you, you didn't have a career. Now, I don't know how much truth is in that. I don't know how much power Molly Meldrum had, but he, he was a big mover and shaker. So, yeah, if, if he liked it, you're pretty well set for a, a good ride. Hmm. So, some of these guys here, um, yeah, they, yeah, a bad, bad press can kill a good director. Or kill good actor, mm. whatever, and I'm sorry. Yeah. They shouldn't do it. They shouldn't have that power. No, it's not mm. right. Mm. I mean, I, I mean, have been with the act with actors and and directors, famous and and independent, and yeah. I do think that they show a lot of energy in the room when it comes to actually making a film. Oh yeah, a good film in many cases. A lot of independents make good movies. Mm. 
Um, this one was sort of independent too. So, so, yeah, a certain degree, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so, and it was a good movie, what it was. For that period, back in the 90s. Hmm. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so I think that's about it for us today. So next time you'll be seeing us, we'll be reviewing them, this other movie that. Route 666. Yes. That's a horror movie. Yay. Yeah, we kind of watched a double feature last night. <laughs> and Laurie Pisa. Yay. Yay. <laughs> and she's sassy. Yay. Yay. <laughs> so Same sort of personality. Yay. Yay. <laughs> so that's this is Sarah Stevenson and Michael Stevenson telling you see you around bye guys